Hi, I'm March. Flynn. Kellogg. Oma. Shreya. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had delved deep within a tomb in a graveyard, a mysterious graveyard, to find uh, a pack of goblins who were raiding this tomb. After a little bit of investigation with some sort of red crystal that seemed to be teleporting place to place, you guys came to this final burial chamber where there was a a goblin that had turned into this monstrous form, this, this werewolf of red and orange fur. After a bit of battle and a bit of a scuffle, Flynn was able to take the crown that seemed to be controlling this transformation off of the werewolf's head, and it turned back into a a shivering goblin on the ground. You guys had uh, investigated the tomb a little bit further and were able to finally figure out the puzzle of this red gem that was teleporting place to place, and after Shry was able to grab it, you guys uh, matched it up within this bracer that it's sort of magnetically connected to. You guys looked around. There seemed to be nothing else within this tomb. Um, So you put the crown back in its place within the main sarcophagus. By putting the crown back in this little um, inset circle within the sarcophagus, all of the shadows from the forest around seem to recede like water flowing backwards into this tomb. And you guys looked around and the darkness seemed to be gone. The lights around you seemed to burst back into life as they weren't being held back by these shadows. You guys left the tomb and walked back to Shrya's commune where uh, you guys were greeted as heroes. Um, You guys uh, celebrated a little bit, got a good meal in, and uh, were able to get a, a good night's rest. And with that, you guys woke up in the morning, the sun shining on your faces, looking out, you can see the gentle glow of the trees now a little bit harder to spot as everything else is bathed in sunlight as well. You guys grabbed your stuff and you guys headed out into the shadow timberland. So as you guys are leaving the commune, um, how would you guys like to uh, go about your your travel back to Addersville? Uh, I would like to... uh head up the rear as I usually feel inclined to do. Um, sort of just constantly keeping an eye out on either side as well as sort of towards our back as everything sort of fades away behind us. Okay. I think uh, I think I'll as we walk to the boat, I'll just kind of just take it in. You know, looking around seeing how different things are from when we started walking in here from the boat. And it's kind of like the contrast of how it was getting to the town and how it is now leaving and just seeing the difference of, I'm assuming the life of the forest that's now around us and the light that I can see. And it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I really did succeed. 
And Flynn, as you look around, you you can hear birds chirping. Um, you can see off in the distance um, a deer scatters across the path in front of you. Um, it seems like the wildlife is is also coming out um, to to say hello to the sun. Flynn just, I just smile. I'm just really feeling it. Yeah. Hey, Flynn. Yeah. Uh. You have a map, right? Of this area? Or no? Yeah. Can I take a look there? Um, of course. Sure. And I'll go to my back and I'll pull out the map and hand it over. And, uh, DM, uh, what, uh, is this area labeled as? Um, so this label is, uh, this area is labeled as the Shadow Timberland. Um, you look on the map and you can see, um, you, you distinctly know where Coldcrest Outpost was, so you can pick that out right on a map. And you sort of trace your finger along the river that you guys had taken north into the, the forest itself. And you can sort of place yourself um, in the forest where you are. You can see Addersfeld just south of you. And I'll just, uh, given Flynn a, a sort of wry look, pull a little charcoal from my bag and just cover the word shadow. <laughs> out with a little, a little charcoal and hand him the map back yeah I give a give a nod and a little a little smirk as I do Kellick do you see that that deer I feel like I I didn't see any deer on our way in here I mean it's not like we destroyed all the spiders I don't know uh, I don't know how the ecosystem of this place works but uh yeah, <laughs> I wish the beast luck. Be, good luck. I'll be um, in front of March, um, and I keep, I look back every so often as we first left um, the Elven, um, you know, community, and I'll I'll look back as I'm walking away, and then I'll look forward, I'll look down at my feet, and then I'll look up and keep walking, and I'll I'll shout up to Flynn as he and. Kellick are talking. Hey, hey, Flynn? Yeah? Are you from Addersfeld? Um, no. No, that's kind of just where I... Where I... Where, where the Iron Light is. It's where I did my training. Oh. Well, what's it like? It's big. It's big? Yeah. Like, like how big? Huge, Alma. It's huge. Yeah. You've hit the big time, Alma. The big city. Where, where are you from, Alma? I'm, I'm, I'm from around, you know, around and about. I sort of look sideways I mean, at is, Flynn. What does it really mean to be from somewhere, right? <laughs> it's pretty literal. Kaya, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were, uh, you cocked your head. At and hearing the mention of the largeness of the city, uh, Shrya just uh, shudders a little bit. Uh, each talon fall into the earth, looking around and, and saying, The size of the city, I hope you all will have my back. I uh, think I speak for everyone when I say that none of us are especially comfortable in crowds. I love it. Oh, well, ever, when I say everyone, I 
you know, obviously, I don't mean Flynn. <laughs> all the people, you know, all the smells, all the sounds, it's great. But yeah, we got your back. Of course, Raya. If, if it's required that I go inside the gates, I will, but perhaps I could remain on the outskirts. Maybe it's worth identifying exactly what we're after with getting to Outersfeld. We need to report to your uh, little uh, troop, as it were, uh, Flynn. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I need to kind of go in with Shreya. And, uh, yeah, I, I try, if you can, I, I could really use you to help kind of turn in, you know, a mission. Prove that it was a success. And just, you know, not everyone has to go. Actually, it would be better if it's just me and Shreya. Just go in and, and turn in the mission. And then, you know, we can meet up afterwards. And then try. You can hang out outside if you want. Or we can find the fishermen. Or you could you could do that while we go inside. I don't know. You're um, right. I, if it's, yes, I, I want you to get all the accolades you deserve, Flynn. And if that means me accompanying you and telling you how wonderful you and we all did, then... I suppose that's what I'll do. And then the only other objective I have is just to figure out this this uh, this writing we found in that crypt. I need answers. Oh right, I have that too, and I'll pull up the the shaving or whatever the thing I shaved. On. What did I do that? I like. Yeah, yes. you, you've got a little etching in your back. I'll pull it out. Oh, here you go. You can have this too. And I'll like pile it on top of the map that he's holding. <laughs> and just, Perfect. Uh, and DM, would I, do I know from my time in Addersfield like where the best place, well, the best place with my given circumstances uh, that I could go to get this writing um, identified, for lack of a better word, uh, translated? Yeah, so... Um, Let's see. So within the city, you do know a couple of places that would be able to do this. Um, with your background, you would most likely um, think of either something, if it's like has religious connotations to it, um, something within um, sort of the more the temple district um, uh, might be able to read uh, some of the religious symbology within it. Um, but then you also know a couple of um, magic shops that deal in, you know, like arcane runes and things of that nature. And that's sort of more in the, the upper levels of the city. Mm-hmm. And I'll, uh, I'll just pull all my aside and say, um, uh, I may need you to, you know, do the talking uh, when it comes to understanding this text. Oh, oh, right. Right. Do you think they won't understand you? I, I think they have trouble understanding me. I, uh, but not in my words as much as, uh, my meaning, I guess. Oh, well, sure, I can ask. I mean, I could just go up to everyone and say, hey, do you speak Abyssal, right? You don't have to go up to everyone. I, I think it's probably easiest if we go to the temple district. But, uh, I, uh, I don't wish to be seen there. 
in the Temple District. I... Why? Uh... You know, uh... Ex-girlfriends. Oh, right. Yeah, I have a few of those too, so I totally get it. Totally understand. Good. Glad. I'm glad to hear that. I don't really understand. What do you... What? I... It's as simple as that, Alma. I, uh... I, I just, uh, I'd like to hang back, uh, and maybe you could just... The people there will likely be interested, especially if you give them the context of, you know, it was, it was discovered by right, archaeologists right, right, right. in a crypt in the Shadow Timberlands. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Right. Found in a crypt in the Shadow Timberlands, and there was a big giant wolf, and we killed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, all... and do you speak Abyssal? Yeah, what's a temple district look like? Are you going to take me there? Yes, I'll be right with you up until the moment I need you to speak. Okay, okay. And, right, is it called the temple district because there's a lot of temples? Sound reasoning. To the old gods. To I... the new gods? The old ones. Okay. Isn't One right day you're going to have to explain this to me because I just I don't understand. Well, uh, once we get on the boat, maybe I can give you a quick rundown. Do you think the boat's still there? Oh, gosh, I hadn't considered. I hope so. DM, how far are we from the boat at this point? <coughs> uh, walking away. Um, at this point, you guys are just a couple minutes away. Couple minutes. Um, you guys are... are Quickly approaching the shoreline of the river. Uh, I look over to Kellick and I say, I can go ahead and see if we have any issues with our boat or check to see if it's still there. Uh, if you feel comfortable doing that, try. Be my guest. Do you want me to come with you? I thought you'd never ask. I hold my hands out <laughs> yeah, like like a, like the eagle form that I do, the T-pose. Uh, I'm ready. Let's do it. So then Flynn and I are going to take off and do a quick look-see around the area uh, where we hope the boat is. All right. Um, yeah, you go up uh, up into the air, and uh, I'm going to have you make a perception check for me. Both of you guys can make that if you want. Sure. The 14 for me. Okay. And for me, perception is a 12. A 12. Okay. Um, so you guys can both actually see the boat as you guys sort of crest over the tree line. Um, you can see that the water from the water level from the river seems to have risen a little bit. Um, it, it possibly was receding from the shadows, but it's, it's risen back to what seems like a normal height. Um, but unfortunately, this has also taken the boat with it. It hasn't completely swept the boat away, but you can see the boat is a couple hundred feet down river, um, still beached, but it seems like it, the, the river's just slowly moving it down. There it is. You see it? Yes. May have to correct our course. So as you guys uh, head back down to the rest of the group, um, it's not too much of a hike. Um, you guys sort of have to go 
through and weave through some of the trees, but eventually you guys uh, get back to the boat. Um, and you guys board, and you can see at this point, um, when you guys got here, the river was inverted. Um, it was going opposite the direction that it normally was, and immediately you notice the river is flowing in the normal direction that it should be, um, out to the ocean once again. Um, seems that some normalcy has been, uh, restored here. So you guys hop on the boat, and, um, it's, it's a pretty smooth sail back to, um, the, where the river split that you guys initially took up to the forest. Um, you guys sitting in the boat, it's an easy ride. You guys flow down this river. It's really nice. You guys look over the edge every once in a while and you can see that there are, um, fish swimming, uh, alongside you guys. Every once in a while, there's, there's a couple of, um, like beautiful fish that, uh, swim by various colors and various sizes. Um, but you guys, float back down to the split in the river and you guys are able to beach the boat. Um, once you guys beach the boat, you guys can see that um, the uh, little, it's the little fishing village that you guys had come across before um, is is there just in the distance. And you guys can immediately smell um, sort of that, that rank fish smell that comes with, you know, any fishing town. Um, and you guys can see that all of these fishermen now are pulling these nets back into their boats and back to the docks. And you can see that they are now full of fish to where when you had left, um, when James was talking to you, he, he couldn't catch any fish. Now that there uh, is some life brought back to the river, you guys can see that fish are being caught. And uh, there seems to be just sort of an added air of life here. Um, so as you guys approach this little uh, fishing village, what would you guys like to do? Are we still uh, in the boat? Um, yes, you are just at the point of uh, sort of beaching the boat um, near the fishing village. The fishermen that are pulling stuff in, do we notice or see that any of them are James? Make a perception check. Ooh. Uh, that is a crit fail. Never mind. Crit fail. I'm going to go back no. to minding my own business. You do not see James. <laughs> we uh, we did this, guys. It's us. Looking at Flynn, I'm going to throw my head back and say, <laughs> Great catches all around. We've cleared the chaos from this land. Ugh. I'm going to miss this place as I look back to the trees and uh, calmly uh, contemplate one more time the new life that my elven friends are going to get to live now. Hey, uh, hey, Shreya, can you, um, can you teach me how to fish sometime? I would be more than happy to tell you what to look for. Uh, you must understand, though, that I have certain tools attached to my person that, that do he make catch it easy. fish with his face? <laughs> I hold up my, my foot and I like look at my boot and I look at look at Shia's foot. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe with this rod and I'll reach down on, on the boat and pull that up. But I can tell you what to look for. You see that there? And I motion out toward a patch of the water where there's like movement or uh, yeah do you see that there there could yeah. be a 
upon closer inspection, uh, some more fish swimming in that area. All right, do I just, do I just throw it out there right now? Let me give you a hand. Can I, can I scoop up, like, the tail end of his, of his fishing line and just, like, fly it out to that area and <laughs> drop it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it drops in the water. While this is happening, I turn to Kellek and March. Are they fishing? Is Are we fishing now? Hey, uh, I mean, we've been through an ordeal. Let them have their fun. I mean, might as well. It seems uh, like a possible good skill to have in handy for the future. Right, right. Well, are there two? We have two rods, I think, right? We have a really nice one and then like an okay one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got, got another one if you want to practice as well. How do you do it? How do you do it? Here, take this. Try it. Come back, come back. Only wants to can you grab can you grab oh, uh, uh, how far I got can he call me back? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. it's like maybe twenty feet out. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll Do you always do you always have to have a, a, a creature with wings to take your I, I line think so. Out? I think this is the way you do it. This is he's he's teaching us, so I'm sure this is how it's done. I do have an open right. sure okay. I'll I'll grab the other one as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna fly, oh, I guess, boy. two of them out into the little spot that I think I had noticed there were fish. I don't know if there are actually fish in this area. <laughs> okay. Or if that spot's um, still yeah. there. <laughs> okay, we're going to do this as sort of a two-tiered check. <laughs> so yeah. the first tier of this check is going to be Shraya to see if he's dropping him in the right place. So Shraya, make a uh, survival check for me. Great. Fishing episode, guys. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, 24. 24. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have Oma and Flynn also make survival checks. See if you guys can catch anything. Ooh, I think I'm like actually decent at survival. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, but not with that. Uh, 10 total. Oma is like shaking her rod. <laughs> I rolled a five. Yeah, you guys. Neither of you guys are, are really getting the hang of this. I, it's it's like you're pulling it back too fast and then letting it go a little bit too long, and uh, you're just sort of keeping the um, the hook sort of towards the surface so it's not dropping deep enough to actually get to where the fish are. Yeah, um, try it. I don't think there are any fish. I'm there. gonna call. Try it. Do we need to like put something on the hook, or is it just like we just drag the hook and it catches the fish? I'm gonna call back to them and say, "Steady, oh, steadier." And oh, uh, okay. Uh, Shreya, I I don't think there are any fish there. It's okay. Sometimes you can't see fish. It's so fine. So, not want wanting them, and me selfishly not wanting to look bad. I'm gonna like plunge my beak into the water. And this, I don't know what I'm going to have to roll for this, but, uh, and like gr- try to grab some fish and just thrust them onto one of their, one of their hooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So much dad energy. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love it so much. What do I tell you to do? Okay. Um, so you've you already, <laughs> yeah, you've already seen. Animal. Are you trying to do it so we don't see us? So oh, you yeah. do it? Yeah. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. Oh. Oh my God. This, this is, is like, the just sweetest, like most adorable thing I've ever like... heard. <laughs> okay. So you can either make animal handling, sleight of hand, or just a straight attack roll with your talents. 
I'm going to go animal handling. Okay. Nice. There's like 10 different things that that could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Anot- Wait, no, no, no. This is a 22, not a 24. That's still good, though. Okay. Um, who's, whose line are you trying to throw a fish onto? Uh, I'm going to... Because at this point, you can, can only, only do one. Only yeah. do one. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw it onto Olma's. Okay. Olma, you see uh, Shreya is, you know, flapping his wings. He's he's hovering over, and all of a sudden, you feel a catch in your uh, in your line. <gasps> I got one, I got one. You got one, oh my God. I think I did, I think I did. What do I do now? Wait, wait, what do I do now? Real, I think. I, and I just like drop the rod <laughs> onto the ground and I start pulling I, the I, line I, 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 with I, 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 my hands. Okay. Can I um, be standing behind her and just like pacing? And is it possible for me to try and catch the rod that she drops just to hold it so it doesn't go overboard? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's on the ground. Uh, March, you, <laughs> okay. could pick it, you could pick it up easily. All right. Um, I'm going to just pick it up and kind of just be behind her like... At first, I was like, yeah, it'd be good to have this as, like, a, a skill. But after this occurs, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're you're doing great. You're doing great. Get it. Get it. Get it. Like, suddenly very much so happy for Olma in a way that, like, has not been seen from March before. <laughs> okay. Um, Olma, you you reel this fish in. You got it. You got it hooked. And uh, you pull it in, pull it in, pull it in. And all of a sudden... Out from the water uh, is dangling this uh, silver fish about a foot long. <gasps> wow! It's like flopping back and forth in my hand. Oh my gosh! What do I do now? Um, Trey, what do we do? Ah, uh, hearing that, I'm gonna. Do I put it back? Over. <laughs> take a minute to go, get back there and, and say, ah, ah, look at that. Think of beauty in your hands. Uh, have you ever tried fishing before, Ulma? Never, never. It's just flopping, staring, <laughs> staring at the <laughs> floppy well, fish. Pull the hook out of it. Put it out of its misery. With that, well, how do I with help? that, I'm just going to like... Oh, as a fisherman. Thrust my beak forward and spear it. And then uh, with another... Nice. As I jerk back, I'm going to then catch it in my hand and say... Uh, Catching a fish on the first try is not an easy thing to do. Seems like you demonstrate a sort of natural talent for this. Wow. Well, I am pretty good at lots of things I do. There you there you go. Do I is that how I'm supposed to kill it? I don't have a beak. No, uh What am I supposed to do if I Usually a fisherman's knife will do the job of that, but I didn't know if we had one around, so uh I thought it prudent to get it done quicker rather than delay. Right, that makes sense. Um, can can I actually when he mentions the fisherman's knife and knowing that we kind of bought this boat from a fisherman, can I just like do a quick investigation around the boat to see if maybe he left anything in here like hooks or food or fishing equipment? Yeah, uh, I don't know if he did that. Check. Okay, I mean probably nothing there, but maybe like a, a, a knife that's like wedged in the in the, in the side. Oh, it's, it's okay. What is it? Um, investigation uh, 13. There's uh, like three or four rusted fishing hooks in the back. Okay. That's about it. Damn. March, <laughs> do you think maybe I should be a fisherman now? I could live in Adderspell. I was going to suggest it. And I'm... I could fish. Uh, 
I would like to, for a moment, beam with just immense pride. Just just to have, like, I did not see anything that Shreya did, have no clue, but I am just like, yeah, Oma, you can do that. You can be whatever you want to. And then I'm going to kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you did, that was, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty great. You can now be our fisher person. What's a fisherman's life like? Like, would I just go home to my family in Addersfeld and then come out here every morning and fish and fish and fish and then go to the fish market and sell them all? Is that what I would do all day long, every day? I think so. I, I feel like that's probably a yes. And remember, right Alma, it's a fisher person. You don't have to be a man or a woman. You can be a fisher person. It works for everyone. Ah, what a life that right. would be. And then as I uh, as I as I say that, I look over uh, to Flynn and I hold out my hand and my hand I'm covering that with my wing, and I show him the the like the little like there there are a couple of cuts uh, where uh, I had thrust the fish onto the hook in the water, and I kind of give him a wink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can kind of give him a little a little like recognition, and I'll look back to Alma and I'll I'm because I'm probably still holding the, the nice fishing rod and I'll kind of just Alma this is for you you just you're you're the fisher person now so you might as well have the best equipment and I'll hand her the the nicer fishing rod I I don't have anywhere to put this do I just leave it in the boat yeah actually that's probably a good idea but just know that it is um it's yours and I'll I'll just put it down on the phone <laughs> <laughs> cool all right um and uh you guys have beached your boat at this point um, and you've sort of docked it back where um, James's little shed was um, but looking around you guys don't see James at all um, and you guys remember when he said that he goes back to Addersfeld and, and sells his catch he sort of lives in Addersfeld um, so you guys look around you see that the, the fishermen here are very happy with, with their catches now Um a complete shift in tone from when you guys were here last. You guys uh, continue on past the fishing village, and um, after about 20 minutes of walking, you can just see, peeking over the horizon, a large city. And as you guys approach, um, Flynn, Shreya, and Kellick, you guys all recognize this as Addersfeld, as you guys have all been here before. Um, Seeing it over the horizon... uh, for some of you, brings feelings of of home and of warmth, and for others, not so much. Um, you guys approaching see the massive walls that barricade the city within itself. You guys can see these these stone monoliths on the outside that are guarding the city within. As you guys approach on this main road, you look off to the left, and you guys can see a series of farms stretching as far as the eye can see. Every once in a while, uh, a farmhouse litters the landscape, but rolling fields of of wheat and of corn um, occupy your entire vision. You guys look off to the right, and you guys see a a bit of a different sight. Um, Just before you get into the walls themselves, there seems to be some sort of... um, like a, a a city of tents out there. Um, and as you approach it, it looks like probably a, a little bit more run down. It looks a little bit more makeshift. Um, Flynn, you know this area to be a refugee camp. 
Um, these are people that have been displaced by the war, um, especially on the war front, who have who have traveled this way east um, to try and find some sort of sanctuary. But in their haste to get out of the war front, they didn't bring very much. They didn't bring any wealth with them, so they can't actually live within the city. Um, so they've set up this pretty huge area just outside of the walls of the city. Um, and as more people come in and join this refugee camp, it is quickly approaching the size of the city itself. Um, you can see tents as far as the eye can see. And Flynn, um, Flynn and Kellick, you would both know that this is almost becoming its own separate entity here. It does not receive any aid from the government of Addersfeld. It does not receive any of the protections of the um, local guard there. And you guys know that there is sort of this um, separate economy that's beginning to build there. Um, And as you approach, this road takes you right up against the edge of this refugee camp. And walking in, you see coming in and out of the main walls of Addersfeld, um, carts and horses and traders and merchants um, going in and out of the city, coming and going. And as you're sort of taking in the scene, you hear a bit of a scuffle off to your right. You hear um, yelling between a man and a woman. And looking over, you can see uh, this this one man who is holding on to what appears to be a bag of some sort, a large bag, almost the size of his torso. And he's yelling at this woman on horseback. And he's yelling at her and he's saying, you cannot take what is mine. I am not giving this to you and this will not stand. And the woman on horseback just very calmly replies, you will give us what you owe us or I can't control what will happen to you. And as she hops down off of her horse, she sort of approaches him. And you can see at this point, her she is, they're both human, but she is about a foot taller than him. As she's just this, this huge person, almost rivaling March in her size. And she walks up to him and just stands over him, towers over him and looks at him. And he sort of stares back defiantly. And he says, I... I'm going to stand my ground here. I am not giving you anything. Um, from these people's attire, can we tell if yeah. they're like what their status is? Is she does she appear to belong to some kind of like organization? Is she wearing a uniform? Yeah, so um, looking at them, you can see that um, the man there is, who's holding onto this bag, um, he is sort of in, in some more tattered clothes, um, but very standard common folk clothes, nothing too ornate. Um, and then her, on the other hand, she is wearing some uh, beat-up leather armor. Um, and then looking around, you can see on her horseback, she's got a couple of pouches in the back. These pouches seem to be filled with something. And looking beyond that horse, you can see four more horses with four more riders, all of them brandishing weapons. And you can see at this point, there is sort of a crowd that's beginning to form around them. So it doesn't seem like she's, sorry, you said she's wearing leather armor, but does she have any type of insignia? Does it look like she's a guard of the city or no? Um, make a perception check. Okay. 
11. 11. Um, you see no insignia, but very clearly not the the clothing or not the armor of the town guard. Oh, I'm assuming Kellek is seeing this, so I'll kind of give him a look as, as we're walking and kind of nod at him and start walking towards the altercation. I will, like, heavily sigh as, as I follow behind. Uh, and do I have a... <laughs> I imagine I have, like, a bloody, a, like, dirty fucking uh, rag I've used in my medical practices uh, that I pull from my bag, and I will tie tightly around my face. Okay. As we approach. As you guys approach, um, neither of these people are backing down. And at this point, as you guys are walking up, she immediately lunges forward and pushes him in his shoulders as he falls back onto his butt. And you can see the bag falls out of his hands and rolls off into the dirt as she begins to walk over to it. What's he Hey! Don't push him. What's going on? What's the price? She looks over to you and sort of dismisses you and says, oh, this this is none of your business. You can go and head into the city if you'd like. This man is a friend of ours and uh, whatever wrong he's done you, I'm sure it is, was an accident and was not meant to cause you any personal pain. So let me oblige you. What, what do you need from him? DM, while this is happening, mm-hmm. can I be sneaking around to look at the bags on the horse and just peek inside them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, make a stealth check. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um, yeah, so you sneak over to the horses and um, just sort of hiding behind one of the legs so um, the other the other riders can't see you and she can't see you. Um you open up one of the bags and you can see on one side um, it's almost entirely filled with copper, silver, and a few gold pieces on the top. And you go over to the other one and you open it and you can see that it's filled with um, rice and there's a couple of stalks of corn in there as well. Um, and While this was happening, you said that the woman was walking towards the bag that had fallen off the this man, correct? Yes, as as she's attempting to go over and pick it up. Um, she turns to Kellick and says, Oh, it's not what he owes me, personally. I, I don't quite care what he owes me, personally. I'm just here to collect what's due. Right, so name the price, and I'll pay it. It's the price for living here. It's a price that he must pay. Yes, and I uh, am responsible for this man, so I'll pay his fee. What's due to you and yours? If you're responsible for him, then you must take the punishment for him not paying. And she puts her hand on her sword. I'll step in front of (laughs) Kelly. I look down. As I, yeah, <laughs> as I kind of walk up and I like, I still have to like have my hand on my, like my right hand is on my, the hilt of my sword, still just to keep it from dragging. And I'll like push down on it so it's not dragging. I'll step in front of him and I'll put my hand on my sword. I don't take kindly to bullies. Well, neither do I. 
This is not a matter of payment. This is setting an example. Everyone here must pay what they owe. Who, who are you? Are you part of this guard? Are you just ruffians? I would not call ourselves that. We keep the peace here. We make sure everything is in order, and we make sure that uh, strangers like yourselves do not interfere. I'm no stranger to this city. You'll know my name soon enough. Well, that's good for you. I'm just going to take what is owed and be on our way. So, I'll look. Good day. I would like to be un like unraveling the bag (laughs) filled with money. Okay. Like I'm listening to what's happening. It kind of sounds like these people are just like thugs who are um, extorting the people who don't have anything here. Um, And so it's I'm like, whose authority are they doing this under? I don't. No, not, not not anybody who matters. And I'm going to try to um, sneakily, like, un, unhook it and, and start handing out money, like, go past where the guards are. And I want to be, like, putting money to the people, uh, giving back money back to the people. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, as you are doing that, um, she, the this woman goes over and sort of picks up the this sack. And she looks to all of you and she looks, sort of looks you over and she, her eyes sort of pass over Kalik, pass over Shraya, and sort of settle between sort of March and Flynn. And she looks to you guys and says, you don't understand. Look at you. Just go into the city. Leave us. What does this matter to you? I would like to step right up to her, practically nose to nose. Okay. And I'll say, you claim to keep the pace here, but we both know that's not true. The pace is not kept by men. It's kept by the gods. And the gods have their champions, and I'm one of them. You think you can hold a candle to that? Then you go right ahead and take this man's wares. But you'll do it before the might of the gods. Now I'm going to ask you this one time, and one time only, so I would listen. Please step back. Quick question. Yes. Would Flynn know if this is a common occurrence? These people taking this stuff, would he know... If they fight, is that going to, like... Are they going to get kicked out of the city? What's going on here? Just, has Flynn ever seen this before? Um, yeah, so um, make a... Make just a straight wisdom check for me. This is outside of the walls of the city. You guys are still sort of in that outside area before the walls. Um, and you haven't been here too often. So. Um, 18. Just straight wisdom. 18. 18. Um, this was a very high... DC to, to know this. Um, you really don't know how common of an occurrence this is as you haven't really been out here. Um, you do know that there is sort of their, uh, they have their own system of, um, you know, like guards and an economy and all of, all of these things. Um, but you don't know exactly how common this is. 
I will walk over, seeing Kelly kind of facing off against this woman, um, I'll walk over to the man who's on the ground and I'll kind of help him up if he's not up already. And as I as I do, I'll I'll kind of lean in and be like, what is she taking from you? What's going on? How can we help? She's trying to take everything. What's in the she back? Comes, she comes by and she she takes, uh, and and I have refused to pay in the past and she just, she has got it out for me because she comes by and she only takes what what is required from other people and then she comes by and she takes whatever she wants from me and it is, it is unfair. Is she, is she part of an authority? Like why is she taking stuff? What, what does she have over you? She thinks that she has power over all of us because they have the, the weapons and they have horses and they think that they can just intimidate us. Can I gauge this and see if it seems like from looking at him and kind of the crowd, I'm guessing that is now definitely formed. Does it seem like they are being taken advantage of or does it seem like maybe there's more to this? Make an insight check. Okay. Eight. Eight. Um, You can't really get a read on the crowd as there's just so many faces that are now forming. Um, uh, just varying in in their facial expressions, but he seems to believe what he's saying. From what you can tell, I'll finish standing him up. Quick question: Okay, is <laughs> yeah, Kalik is Kalik, and this woman is he? St- he's still up in her face, right? So she's like very engaged with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna see if I can sneakily slide over to the horse real quick without her noticing. Okay, make a stealth check. (laughs) That is a 15. 15. And at this point, it's um, probably good to note, um, seeing that this sort of altercation is happening, um, the other four... um, people on horses are beginning to surround you and make a circle around you. Um, 14, let me uh, see. 15. Uh, 15, excuse me. Okay. You uh, you make your way up to the horse. Great. I am going to cast, I'm going to uh, gird myself to the ground, uh, close my eyes, and uh, and a collage of just whispers and noises and animal shrieks just starts to mass within my brain, and I'm going to cast Speak with Animals to the horse. Ooh. Okay. Good idea. Nice. Okay. What would you like to say? Uh, I would like to just eye gaze with it for a few moments and then, and then say, the person that you steward across this world is she a good person? And uh, the horse turns to you. Epic. And so good, so good. The horse says, Yes. Yes, she is. We are the law here. Oh. If or I were to try to help you. <laughs> the horse is also a dick. Fuck. <laughs> if I were to try to help you enforce this law. Where could I enlist myself? What what part of the city might I go to to try to help your mission? 
We stay um, in the center of the city. If you would like to help us enforce the law, then you can go there. Have you ever heard any names of people that I could speak to in your time within the gates? I do not speak the tongue of these people, so I don't know their names. Would you describe someone that you see frequently that others tend to look up to? And the horse bows its head and sort of ushers its head over (laughs) towards the the Ah. tall woman who's standing there. Thank you. You've been very helpful. Um, I will endeavor to help enforce the laws that you deem worthy. And with that, I sort of bow to the horse. It bows its head. And, uh, and release the <laughs> communication line. All right. Kalik, are you still up in this woman's face after she asked you to back off? I sure am. I would. I wanted to say that okay. after I helped the, the man up, um, I would have kind of like ushered him back into the crowd and and I would have walked up and okay. kind of As stood there right next to Kalik. As you're sort of ushering him back into the crowd at this point, the woman sort of sighs. All right. I only ask you once. And she's going to make a shove attack against you. Kellick. Okay. That is going to be a... Ooh. That is going to be an 18. That'll hit. Okay, um, so she pushes you, doesn't do any damage, but knocks you back five feet. Okay. Could I do something? Uh, yeah, I sure. Still... Okay. Um, when she Actually, does that... Actually, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Kellick, because this just happened to Kellick, so sure, I'll, sure. I'm going to let Kellick react. Uh, I will... Murder! <laughs> Murder! <laughs> <laughs> no. I will draw, I will draw my, my sickle. And I will hold it sideways in the air, and I will drop it. And I'll say, do your worst. The gods protect me. Will they save you? I I don't know if the gods are on my side or not, but I'm going to take what is here on the ground, and I'm going to leave, so... Ostende nobis. And I will uh, <laughs> uh, just light my, my bandage up on my arm, and, I, and I'll say, stop there. You'll not take a thing from this man or you'll face my wrath. And my whole arm is glowing with a, a bright, pale light. Okay. Blaine would like to try and tackle the bag. Out of <laughs> okay. Just after seeing, after seeing him get pushed and he pushes him, he just... He's going for it. I'm gonna. He's like, I'm. Th- I'm tackling the bag. <laughs> Actually, and also an interesting point. Um, Olma, as you are, yeah. you're you're attempting to hand out gold to people. Uh-huh. As you go, like you're 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 trying to run up and you're trying to hand gold to people. Every person that you go up to put puts their hands up and and takes a step back. They're not taking the gold. So Flynn, you go up and yep. you attempt to tackle that bag. Let's go. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. Make an attack roll. Make a, a grapple check. Sure. That's gonna go great is going to be against her strength which she rolled terribly for. Could I use my acrobatics to kind of like jump and tackle and spin the bag out of her hand maybe? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll let you do that. Awesome. That's a lot better than 
And as he is doing this, I'm gonna have everyone else roll initiative. Man, how do I get low? I, I would, if nobody's taking the gold, I would be like putting it on the ground outside of okay. houses. Like I'm not in this area. I okay. have like started maneuvering through people and like I'm putting it in houses. I'm I'm putting gold everywhere. Okay. I rolled a, a nine on my acrobatics to grab to grab the bag out of it. Okay. Give me one second here. We're getting a fight with the police, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> throw, let's throw it down. I will ask. Does Flynn know what the guard looks like in the town? Like, has he seen the town guard before? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's um, not you. You definitely know um, the town guard within Addersfeld. Um, they have um, like sort of a base leather armor, mm-hmm. but then their leather armor is sort of um, adorned with a couple plates of. Um, looks like probably iron. Right, and that'd be easy to notice, right? These people clearly yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. that. It's okay. very, very different. Let's fuck them up, guys. <laughs> and they're from the city, but they're taking money from the refugees? I don't like it. Uh, these No, these people out here are not, do not seem to be from the city. Oh, well, they're not from the center of the city? Oh, these, I'm sorry, that's, that might be a point of confusion. Um, they are from the horse, the city that the horse described is this refugee camp. Got it. The horse is, Clear. is you know, saying that this... The refugee- horse thinks Addersfeld is the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is a corrupt dick, and I'm kind yeah. of upset about I, it. I don't like this horse. That was amazing. Chaotic evil horse. Over here. <laughs> I am the law. I was super hoping that Shry would get yeah, something out of the horse well, and we'd yeah. be like, yeah, we could do this, but no. I, I know I said I wanted to involve more animals, but not like that. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> Okay, um, oh, I am going to get initiative here as we pull up sure. the map. Oma off in the corner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oma is off giving gold. So, Oma, what is your initiative? Um, four, 14. Oh, initiative, right. Kellick, what's your initiative? 12. March? 9. Shreya? Number four. And Flint? Uh, really good, actually. Uh, total of 20. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to say that, Flynn, your attack counts as a surprise round. Okay. So everyone else is surprised. And then um, back at the top of the initiative. So... Uh, Flynn, you just tackled this bag out of her hands, and you you have it. I'm gonna hold it in my in my right arm, my right hand, and w- what happens? What's her reaction? She immediately goes for her weapon. Oh, um, I go for mine. <laughs> and okay. then, are you gonna make an attack? Um, ooh, I'm gonna take. The dodge action. I'm gonna hold the bag, and then I'm gonna hold my weapon in my other hand, and I'm just gonna stand and be like, "Get out of here! Just leave!" And that's my turn. Okay. Um, she's once again gonna. Ah, okay. And she's gonna reach over towards her sword, take it out, and she's gonna make a big ol' swing towards Flynn. Bring it on, bully. Um, so I'm um, at disadvantage because of dodge, but I don't have my shield on, so I'm going to take two off my armor class. 
Okay. That is a 14 to hit. Uh, miss. Okay. Um, she swings at you and her sword uh, whiffs and hits the ground. Um, next up is Olma. Um, still handing out gold, trying to still be a Robin gold. Hood you do. over here. <laughs> um, nobody's taking the gold. What do they look um, like? But yeah, I as want more you... info. Do they just look scared? Um, yeah, they sort of look scared. Like, of, yeah. Make an insight check. 19. 19. As you approach, their, their attention goes from the guards to you, and seeing that there is gold in your hand, a little bit of, well, most of that fear is now aimed towards you. Um, why are you scared of me? This is yours, isn't it? No, just just put it back and and leave. We don't want any trouble. Do they hurt you? No. Do I? I, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, no, oh, they. Um. Okay. She's lying. He or she, whoever I'm talking to. Um, they, the person that you were talking to. Let me see. No, the person that you were talking to does not seem to be lying. And they say, no, they don't They don't hurt us um, if, if we just pay. But if you pay and pay and pay, what do they do for you? They, um, they're here, they, they protect From us. From who? From um, thieves. But they're thieves. And, and people who come from within the city. But, but they, they, they give us protection. They fight when we can't. It seems like they're just hurting people. She just pushed that guy over. Only when they have to. It shouldn't work like that. I I, I have no control over, over what they do. There's more of you guys than them. But they have the weapons. And... and we, we don't want to, to cause any violence. Do the people around her, him, her, seem to agree? Um, yeah. Looking around, you can see that the people that you're talking to right now, um, generally, like, of, of the group that you're looking around at, um, generally have, like, some nicer clothes. Um, they, and they seem to be, for the most part, a little bit like fuller, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah, yeah, yeah. full um, than everyone else. Um, looking around at, uh, especially sort of the people on the opposite side of this circle that's now formed, seem to have much I'm, more weathered clothes right. and uh, seem I'm to be a lot I'm going to make my skinny. way to them. Okay. Do they, do they appear different um, in, in any other way other than the appearance of their clothes? Do they look like a different, that they come from different places? And that they're different no. species? No. No, uh, everyone's okay, human. Okay, I will be making my way stealthily through the crowd to the other um, group of people. Okay. And I can use my whole, like, movement action to get there. Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm going to rule that sure. that conversation was sure. in action. Okay. So, um, the other crowd is, uh, the other 
definitively different group of people um, is now just about 20 feet away. Okay, is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay. Uh, next up in the initiative, we have Kellick, who was actually just pushed five feet back. Okay. Well, uh, I would like to approach uh, my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to do some stuff. Da-da-da. Let me just look at what this is. Okay. I'm going to uh, place my lit up arm on her sternum. Uh, look her dead in the eye and cast uh, Inflict Wounds. Sigabitur. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so that's a to hit. See if we hit. Pretty spice. That's in dirty 20. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, that for sure hits. <laughs> okay, that is... Uh, Wait, really? Is that how that works? Okay. <laughs> that is uh, 18 points of necrotic damage. <laughs> so my, the, 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 oh, no. the glowing bandage on my arm sort of like spreads out as like ashes like well up within it. And this orange glow pours from my hand uh, onto her chest and it kind of evaporates. Like it doesn't even, you don't even see it until it starts to like flicker out of her ears and mouth and uh, the sides, the corners of her eyes as she is filled with burning spectral ash. <laughs> and you can, uh, you can see the, that there's like, tss, 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 like you can hear and at this point probably smell. The insides of her are frying <laughs> as she drops to the ground dead. Oh, oh, Kellick! Oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to open back up the connection of speech to the horse. <laughs> and I'm going to say, have you ever longed for something more than the worlds of men? <laughs> Holy shit. She just, she just died. Yes. Yes. It's unfortunate. Your master is dead, but your life, your life does not have to end with her. I know of a place where you can be free and with that i'm gonna describe like all of the beauty of my ancestral homeland and then say go go find that place start your life anew <laughs> okay um <laughs> next up in the initiative is march um <laughs> oh shit nothing that's happened in so long that was <laughs> Metal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's just looking at just like... <laughs> um, Kelly, are, are you taking after Oma? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like... I don't like this kind of shit. <laughs> I'm not here for that. Um, <laughs> March has been <coughs> quiet through this entire ordeal. Just, uh, I've just been kind of observing, looking around, not being stoked on whatever this chick is. Um, and I had for a moment there 
was gonna go ape on this this woman and lose my mind. Um, but then sees that Calyx just got it handled just fine, so kind of do a shrug. And um, I would like to tell the the man. I, I assume the man is the orange, right? Um, no, he's he's just standing there with you. I don't have him on the map right now. Oh, okay. Who's the the um, orange dot on the map? Oh, I'm sorry. We have an extra dot. <laughs> okay. It's Farlane. He's it's Farlane. Farlane. We dragged him. <laughs> Farlane, go attack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, In okay, that case, so- yes, he is, he is the orange. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the man, though, is in between Shreya and myself. Is that correct? Um, he's sort of laying sort of next to you. Okay, and then Shreya is sort of off the side. <laughs> I'm close to him in, in a sense that if needed, I could Yeah, you're, you're within five feet. Okay, then I'm going to hold an action. And the only thing I'm going to do is, is look between, look to the right to the guy to my right and then to the left to the guy to my left and just kind of in a slightly cocky kind of shrug shoulders tone go anybody else and hold my action okay um next up uh two of these um riders are going to attack just completely go on a frenzy here um (laughs) You can see, so the one off to your guys' left over here um, on horseback rides up, and you can see he's got a huge warhammer, very similar to what March has. Um, and he's going to run up, and he's going to try and take a swing at Kellick. And that is going to be a 12 to hit. Does not hit. I'm able to, okay. um, to block that with my shield. Okay. He swings around and does not make contact, but then using the momentum sort of carries the Warhammer over his head and makes another swing. And that is going to be a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That's going to be five points of bludgeoning damage. And then the other rider off to your right um, is going to... Uh, ride her horse about 10 feet forward. She's going to try and ride past Flynn, but you can see she's got this um, this chain um, in her grasp, and there's like a hook on the end of it, and she's swinging it around her head sort of like a lasso. And so she's going to try and maintain her distance as she uh, rides past Flynn. Um, she's going to swing this thing around and aim it right at Flynn. That is going to be... Um. So I'm still dodging. I don't know if dodge lasts the whole time, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay. It lasts your whole turn. Yes, I think. Okay. Um, Except she is not going to attack you. She um, is trying to use her chain to try and disarm you. So that is going to be a contested strength versus your, um, or her athletics versus your acrobatics. Cool. I also have a question. What was March holding her action for? Because she looked at that guy on the left that attacked. Um. Oh yeah. Um, so March, what were you? What were you holding for? What was your cue? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think you you were you were protecting you were protecting this guy on the ground. So yeah, my was main it thing like was to protect the guy on up? the ground. I was more worried that somebody was going to go after him, and and I'm not. 
particularly worried about Kalik anymore because it turns out he likes to fry people from the inside out. Okay. Um, so yeah, my main thing is is I'm I'm still facing, so I'm seeing what's happening, but I'm really more concerned about anybody trying to go after this dude. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so Flynn, what was that athletics? Uh, acrobatics for me, right? Or, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, acrobatics. Okay, uh, 16. Ooh. Um, I'm having her roll at disadvantage because okay. you took the dodge action, um, but she still rolled a uh, dirty 20. Okay. Dang. So um, that uh, chain swings around and it makes contact with your wrist and it sort of digs in, doesn't do any damage, but uh, as she yanks it back, your sword is thrown from your hand down off to the ground. Oh, she takes the sword out, not the bag. Yeah, she takes your weapon. Oh, okay. She is takes she your r- weapon. Riding away or something, or is the crowd? Yeah, and keeping... then she's gonna continue to ride up this way. Okay. Just sort of doing a, a little bit of a drive by there. And just so I know, the, my weapon yeah. is now attached to this chain. Um, no, it just got got thrown from your person. Okay. It is now just on the ground. Okay, got it. Um, your wrist is, and then as soon as the the sword was thrown from you, um, your wrist is is free of the chain. She did not keep hold of that. Got it. Okay. Um, that was their turn. Next up, Shreya. You just told this horse yeah. to be So basically, <laughs> I, I realized that I jumped out of order in the yeah. initiative uh, and that the... That con- like you're saying, like you ruled before, like that conversation will have been an action uh, between me and the horse. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And other than that... Um, I'm going to just lean my uh, hand on my uh, staff and just start the process of charging it up. Okay, nice. Um, Next up, these other two riders are going to run up. And uh, this one is going to try and run up and with his sword, take a swing at Shreya. Boy. That is going to be a 12 to hit. That hits. All right. That is five points of slashing damage to Shreya. (laughs) And this other one um, is going to try and run up and run up to March. And um, he's got sort of a, uh, actually, he's going to be staying 10 feet away since he has a pole arm. So he's going to run up to March and from 10 feet away, he's going to try and take a swing. That is 15 to hit. Nope. Nope. All right. Takes a swing and completely whiffs. Um, Okay. That is their turn. Lynn, we're at the top of the initiative. Um, Yeah. So... (laughs) When was I was standing in front of a, a, a woman that was very much alive a second ago, and all of a sudden <laughs> she burst into flames from her insides. So Flynn's probably like, ah, "Shit, Kaylin. Um, okay, I guess, I guess we're doing this." And then I was completely distracted by the death in front of me. So that probably is why my weapon got ripped out of my hand. Like, oh, um, okay, and I, I'll run over. I'll grab my. I'll grab my sword. And I'll I'll kind of move uh, up a little bit to the one that is now uh, facing off with uh, Kalik and 
I'll attack. Okay. Okay, uh, roll your attack. Got it. Okay, so... <laughs> roll a two. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that's does probably it, Does it nine hit? No, it does not. And then I'll just I'll just kind of stand there, facing off, <laughs> kind of shocked. But I'm still holding onto the bag, and I'm still holding to my sword now, and I'm just ready to fight. Halfling misfortune. Okay, yeah. So that um, so yeah, you uh, you went up and you picked up your sword off the ground. Just yeah, yeah. I picked my sword up, run up, ran, I said all that okay, stuff, and then I perfect. ran over to the one that's now perfect. attacking. I tried to swing at it, but I'm still kind of like. I'm still kind of shook. <laughs> I guess we're I guess we're fighting that way now. So, okay. Yeah. Um, next up on the initiative, um, she is dead, so she doesn't get a turn. Um, <laughs> Oma. Yeah. So I'm gonna use actually all thirty of my movement because I want to get like in the middle of that crowd of okay. people. Still, like, I guess if I'm sneaking, I, I'm I don't know. I'm being careful. I'm maneuvering through people. I don't want this person on the horse to see me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, this this uh, rider right here, their attention is very much on the fight. Um, okay. So yeah, you can move freely. Great. So I want to be in the middle of the the crowd that looks a little bit more um, abused, I would say, mm-hmm. than the other crowd. Okay. Um, and I want to. Well, I see what's happening over there, but <laughs> I see Kelly touch someone and she drops, <laughs> and I'm just like a little shocked, but I'm going to let them take care of that. Um, and I'm going to try to stay out of it. And I want to um, start try starting to hand out the, the money over there. Okay. Um, so you begin to hand out the money and um, some people over here take it. They, <laughs> they take it from you, but they don't take like, they're not trying to grasp for it. Yes. Um, you look over and you hand a pile of silver pieces over to one woman, and she takes it. She looks down at it, and she turns around, and she starts, like, rationing it off to Aww. people. Yeah, um, that's what And I then wanted- you you do that to, to... You take another pile of copper pieces over to someone else, and um, you see he does the exact same thing. He takes mm-hmm. it, and he sort of counts it, and then he begins rationing it off to people. Um, doesn't seem like a... Doesn't seem like a frantic... Great. Money grab. We don't want that. So I'm going to continue. Organized. Yeah, I'm going to continue to hand out in that way. Um, and while I'm doing that, I would like to ask, what's happening here? Um, and the the man who you were just uh, handing copper to leans forward and he says, are those, do you know those people? Yeah, they're my friends. You, uh, you have to tell them to stop. What are they doing? Why? What's going on? I don't know. You, uh, why can't? Why do you come and attack? I'm not attacking. I'm giving you back what's yours. What's happening here? They're they're the collectors. They come by and and they collect from those who have too much and and distribute it. Then why did they kick that man over? Uh, he's he's an ass. He <laughs> he hoards way too much. And he, he has history. He's. He takes from other people, and he does—he doesn't give his fair share. And he gets what he deserves. But why did? Where? What do they use the money for? They don't use the money. They distribute it among us. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> people usually take money and they do something with it, or they hoard it. 
They had this giant bag of money. What? I don't understand. Yes, they take it back to to the center of town and they they divide it up and they distribute it evenly. Right now they're they're just collecting before they distribute it. But then why did they want to hurt my friends? Your friends were interfering with their she process. She wouldn't even talk and explain what she was doing before she immediately pulled out her sword and was like, "I'm going to kill you." Look at look at your friends way. over there. Look at look at the armor that they're wearing. Look at the the weapons that they have. They you were all pulling obviously their weapons of, out? Of, of much higher means. How could you understand what we're going through? We're trying to. No, you came in and and you you tried to to completely throw a wrench in the process. I came here to get the money to give back to you. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> we have much more organized ways of doing this. We've been doing this for a while. I don't understand. Um, I'm just going to hand him the whole bag <laughs> and let him deal with it. Okay. okay. And I'm just going to drop my hand and I'm going to turn around and just say, guys, I think we should stop. Wait for I think that. we're misunderstanding everything. Can we just ask some questions, please? Um, and that's my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, that was almost turn. Next up is Kellick. Uh, with the smell of singed brain still filling your nostrils. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I hope stop. that lingers for a while. <laughs> I'm going to cast Bane on <laughs> these three oh guys. Uh, I'm not us. even acknowledging what I'm saying. I can't. Do I hear almost say this? Yeah, you would. I you would hear her. What did you would hear her what say? What did you yeah. say exactly? I said, guys, I think we should stop. I think we're misunderstanding the situation. We should ask some questions and talk it out. I'm gonna cast Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a whiz save. Or sorry, I believe it is. A oh, Christmas save. On the Christmas three guys save. closest to you. Uh, yeah, these three guys in front of us. Okay, they do not have high charisma. The Birito. A four, a seven, and a ten. That all fails. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> there is some... There are some orange embers a flicker in a boat <laughs> as we go here. Okay, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. It is. Okay. Um, next up is March. Um, I got two questions for you. Yeah. Uh, A, what is Bane? And how intense is this? Like, what is occurring right now to these three fine, wonderful individuals? It's a 1d4, uh, subtraction to their, uh, attack rolls and, uh, I believe save and throws. So it just okay. means they, they can't do what they would like to do as well as they would like to do it. Love that. Um, next question is for DM. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is an option in any way or at all possible, and it's fine if it's not. Is Am I in any way able to move in between these two dudes that are up by um, uh, Kalec? 
Uh, am I able to move in between them? And if so, if I were to attempt to do a Warhammer move, can I do one around my head so it tries to hit both of them? <laughs> I realize it's very ambitious and ridiculous of me, but I'm curious. Um, you only have one attack at the moment, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you got to pick one. <laughs> I don't want to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the one's closer to the guy, I guess, that we just... Well, we don't know that he's an Ye- asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in in that case, then what I'm going to do is, since I, I again, still in said no way, stop. <laughs> yeah, in no way am I that worried about Kaylik anymore because, you know, that happened. I'm going to kind of have had a moment of hearing Ulma and be like, yeah, we probably should. Anyway, and then move forward five feet directly in front of me so that I can do a Warhammer strike at this guy. Okay. Make your attack roll. Let's try. Uh, 17. Uh, 17 hits, yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's going to be 12 of bludgeoning. Okay. Um, You run up, and this guy's still on horseback. And you take a massive swing, and it makes contact right in the middle of his chest. And he is completely dismounted off of this horse and falls back onto the ground unconscious. Okay. I didn't want to hit... Yeah, I didn't want to hit the horse. I'm like a... Sorry, yeah, horse. You may, I just, I just want to hit him horse. off. Okay. Um, is that your turn? That's... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and then I'm just going to put myself in the defensive position. Okay. Um, next up on the initiative... Um, so the woman with the um, the chain, the woman with the chain, um, she is going to ride up with her horse very quickly over towards Kalik, jump off of her horse, grab into her bag a healing potion, and kneel down next to uh, the woman who was killed, and she's going to try and administer a healing potion, which... She does. Um, and so the woman who is now on the ground is stabilized. She's still very unconscious, but is stabilized. Um, with that, next up in the initiative, interestingly enough, is the refugee camp. Um, so you look around at this point, and you can see over towards where Oma was initially, um, the people who are a little bit more well-off at this point. Um, every time... Uh, like when March landed that hit, they they got excited. They were into it. Um, when Kaylik <laughs> fried this woman in front of him, they they were cheering. They were into it. And then you look over towards where Olma is now, currently, where the people who aren't very well off are. Um, and you can see at this point, they seem to be getting angry. And some of them reach down and grab rocks and start chucking rocks at you guys. And you can hear from the back, boom, boom. And that's where we're going to hen- end this session. Oh, um, come we're going to call it right there. Right. Um, yeah, I hope you guys had fun with that one. I know I did. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. nerds.
Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Ethan. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of Venture Forth. We had a ton of fun making it, so I hope you guys had some fun listening to it as well. Um, we are on a whole bunch of social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we're also on Patreon. So if you guys want to help us out, uh, keep this thing going, uh, we would be so grateful if you guys headed over to our Patreon and just checked it out. Um, we've got a couple of great different tiers on there um, that gets you some really cool stuff from like uh, shout outs to uh, creating an NPC and a monster with me that will actually appear on the podcast. Um, so if you guys want to go check that out, please feel free to. And thank you guys so much again for listening. We can't wait to see you all next week. Bye. Bye.